on Italian radio show. Italians and technology. New ways to keep the Italian culture alive and promote it to the next generation as Italians become more tech savvy. Coming right up on Italian radio show. and welcome to the Italian Radio Show, part of West Coast Italian Radio, down here with KMET Palm Springs, the beautiful Palm Springs area. We're at 1490 AM, 98.1 FM, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host with a lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenzo, Italia. Marzia, how you doing today? Hi. I'm oh, doing good. I'm the real Italian. Hello, Tony. <laughs> a real Italian. Yeah, well, you know, I'm like your Italian cousin. I'm Italian-American. I grew up in New York, you know. But, of yeah. course, my heritage comes from southern Italy, which means, technically speaking, <laughs> I'm more Italian than you are. What you <laughs> we are Folks, joking. you're listening to us on, uh, as I said, the ABC News and Talk Radio Network here with KMET 1490 AM Palm Springs. Uh, you might also be hearing us one of our affiliate stations around the country. We broadcast live every Monday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time. Uh, we also can be streamed if you go to our webpage. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. And if you go right there, you can hit the little button at the top of the page. It'll take you to our show page with KMET. And from there, you can stream the show every Monday four o'clock, wherever you are in the world, on your computer, your mobile device, however you want to listen to it. I might also add our show when we're done today will go up into our archives and it'll be available on our podcast for listening 24-7 for the rest of the week, for the rest of eternity with all of the other wonderful shows we have over the last seven years. I think we got about 700 hours of shows there with everybody from celebrity guests to unknown people who have accomplished some great things. Uh, however, wherever you are listening to our program, we love all of our listeners and welcome to the show. So, Marcy, you know, this should be a special show for you today. Hmm. Because I know you're one of these people that we're going to be talking about that is technically challenged, technically challenged when yeah, it I comes do. to the Internet. <laughs> Technology, computers, and all the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. Because as you know, today our full, you know, our, our theme is Italians becoming tech savvy. Somehow or other, I believe that kind of passed you over. You know? Like I say, it's not because we don't understand it or we really lazy or we stupid. No, no, it's just because we choose. That's the difference. We choose for how much time we're going to pass, spend to the computer. That's all what it is. Okay. Uh, it's also the fact that, that a third of the, a third of Italy. That mm-hmm. means you know thirty three percent. I think it's even higher. I think it's thirty seven percent 
of all Italian homes in Italy, they do not have computers right. or mobile devices that can pick up the internet. They're still using those phones there. They're like the people using the caveman oh. type. They're like the size of blocks. You know, <laughs> you could hit people over the head with it. They, they, you know, but that's the Italian way. What can I tell you? You know, enjoy life. We are aside more than standard computers or things like that. Come on, let's look at the other side. Why we don't do that? Okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what. We're, let's talk about some of the Italian technology stories here. We have our news, of course. Uh, and then when it comes, frankly, folks, you've heard us say this every week. When it comes to Italian news, quite frankly, the facts sometimes are stranger than the fiction. And today is not an exception to that rule because you want to talk about technology in Italy that went haywire. Today's story is all about this, okay? Here's the headline of the story, just to give you an idea. A tourist crashes a drone into the Rome Monument in the latest mishap, okay? Um, apparently, some guy was um, he, he, he was charged, I guess, like a, a week ago for hitting the Palazzo in uh, Venezia, okay, where there's no fly, flying zone around there, okay? Now he came back. Instead of learning his lesson, I mean, I'm sure he got like a fine. Maybe I don't know. He won't go to jail. What are you doing this, okay? Right. He came back this week. The same guy, he crashed a drone into the leaning tower of pizza, okay? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, you know. He's on purpose. He's on purpose. Who is Italian, a guy? Or no, no, this guy's from Argentina. He's a oh, tourist, he okay, from Argentina, okay? Oh, he's, uh, he's 39 years old. <laughs> Uh, he he said he was flying his drone around the Piazza Venezia when he lost control of his right by where you will because your father's from Venezia, okay? Right when he lost control of his device, sent it crashing into the roof of the Palazzo Venezia, a fifteenth century a fifteenth century building. Uh, it was where the uh, fascist dictator Benito Mussolini delivered some of his most famous speeches, okay? I always knew Mussolini was from your hometown. It was just something. To no, no, that. you're getting confused. You're getting confused. Read and write. They I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, maybe it was, but yeah, at least that's where he gave his famous speeches oh, with, you know? Boy. You always try to kill me here. No, it's in Rome. It happened in Rome, all this, right? That's right. Well, 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 but, but this fir first place, it says the drone was recovered by the building. So you're right. The Piazza Venezia yeah. is in Rome. I yeah. beg your pardon. I stand correct. correct you, you know, see. of course, I mean, Venezia, just so, so you're guilty by association there, you know. Oh my God. Um, anyway, the drone was recovered, it said, by the building security staff, seized by the police. Uh, and then, of course, the tourists got in trouble for failing mm -hmm. to uh, comply with a no-fly drone zone over the city. I guess uh, that covers the entire city there. Um, people who want to, you know, who want to film or take shots have to get a special permit. I guess, you know, like even when you do a movie there, they have special permits and stuff like that you got to get. Okay. However, this tourist was not the brightest, you know, the no. brightest tool in the shed, the brightest star in the heavens, because uh, he didn't quite get it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So the very following week, you know, he goes, this time he has two other tourists with him, two to Mexican tourists, okay? <laughs> really? So the three of them, uh, it was a brother and a sister, okay? Then they go Ooh. down to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, okay? Which is, right. of course, the, you know, one of the most famous landmarks in the world, right? They're right. flying it all around there. And yes, you got it. 
they crashed their drone inside. Okay, <laughs> they crashed their drone. So I know it's been like up on the deck, whatever. So now they're even in more trouble. Okay, and it's uh, and it, 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 it keeps going on. It gets better and better. Now some guy from Poland. Uh, th- well, this was like a year ago. Some guy from Poland crashes drone inside the Coliseum. Again, what don't you get, folks? There's a no drone fly zone around these cities in Rome. I don't understand. You've got to get a permit, right? That's my question. What are they trying to do? Because really, it's what is the idea? Why they try to go right on things like that? You know what I mean? You can be damaged, yeah, yeah, yeah. really uh, destroy some anything. You know what I mean? It's really dangerous what they're doing. Yeah, well, it's, it's, now, think about this. I don't know how much money this is. But it says the drone fines can be as much as 64,000 euros. Wow. That sounds like a lot of money. I don't know. What does that equate to, like, in, in American dollars? Uh, it could be around 70,000. $70,000? Well, you, know, mm-hmm. you think would, like, be a deterrent for people. But, you know, what are you going to do, okay? Now, you know, I it. would tell you this. Be careful what you do in Europe because we... Covered what happened, we are below death with money that we're gonna put ticket really high. So you better watch out what you do. Well, and, I, and on that same subject, let's go to our second story. Tell me. It's rather the subject of, uh, how you can get fined and, uh, Ooh. and, you know, get, get, get a fine for doing something apparently wrong in Italy. Although this time it's a little bit of a twist. It says an Italian train conductor issued mm. 5,000 fines they were all wrongfully dismissed. They, they were they were wrongfully um, uh, issued. It says the court rules. Okay, they, they, it, so he shouldn't have, have uh, issued these to begin with. So the court dismissed them. It says this guy's name was uh, Francesco Bonanno. He was accused of terrorizing passengers uh, on this train by working with uncommon zeal to issue fines for anything. For anything, it says. This is Italian train conductor. His nightmare saga is over after the country's top court ruled he wrongfully did all of these fines, too many fines, okay? He was accused of terrorizing passengers. I guess he was also, apart from the fines being dismissed, he was also dismissed from the job because, you know, he had a little bit too much, you know, eagerness to, to give people these fines. It huh. says uh, it's it, it, they 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 laid him off. I guess it's been in court for the last couple of years. Why we haven't heard about? It. They laid him off a couple of years ago after just a deluge of complaints from unhappy customers. Uh, some of these fines were as much as ten thousand oh, dollars, and um, and and they were not only for things that he shouldn't have been fighting people for, but also they were mistaken sums, you know. Um, stuff like boarding a train without a ticket, failing to date stamp it, traveling on an incorrect route. Some of the stuff obviously it can be done mistakenly by mistake by tourists who you know who don't really know where they're going and stuff get confused. Oh, all my life that used to train, you know. Yeah, he, he was accused in court of having uncommon zeal and was inflexible in uh, doing his job in an extremely meticulous way. Uh, that was basically uh, it, it surmounted to being a ter- terrorizing all the passengers, and he was ruthless about it. He was ruthless. He wow. liked it. There was so much rigor that you know, um, 
Of course, he, what, 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 he, what he says is, uh, I never bullied anybody. The passengers all love me. Yeah, I'll <laughs> bet. Well, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, because, like I say, never happened to me. Instead, a lot of times happened when I was younger that maybe I have uh, to ticket the second one to, like, a connection. And I could not make it because it was too late. And I was still on the train, and when the conductor passed and asked me the ticket, I was like, yeah, I'm going to lose the other one, the the connection. And he was helping me. Like, okay, let's do this. Apparently, this conductor would not have helped you. In fact, he made about $200,000. In fines wow. for the train company, which of course we're all finally reversed. But, uh, there you go, folks. That's your Italian news for today. We'll be right back after this short break with a word from our sponsors because then we're going to do our favorite part of the show, which is our food segment. We love to eat. So don't go away. We're going to be right back with a lot more Italian radio. <laughs> Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza, it's fantastic. Joe Fuggero, their owner, is here to tell us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony, absolutely. From our kitchen to yours, take-and-bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu, and just this week we've added two great new jarred sauces. Rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to savevetlives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Italian Radio Show, part of West Coast Italian Radio, here with KMET out of the beautiful Palm Springs area, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I'm Tony Lestella, your host, of course, with the lovely Marcia Kabuta, my co-host. And now is our favorite part of the show, our food segment. We're Italians. We love to eat. And who better to tell us about food than the one and only Chef Pino, Joe Cantali, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad to be here all the time. You know, Tony, Marcia. It's fun. So, Joe, you know, we're doing the the day shows kind of talking about, you know, Italians becoming tech savvy and a lot of the old Italians kind of, you know, struggling with it. But, I mean, you have kind of a really unique thing here that we're going to talk about food that is very unique to Sicily. Kind of you can't find anywhere else in the world. So kind of a little bit related to the topic of something that is a little diff- difficult for people to find or to get around. So tell us what you got for us. Well, one of the, uh, one of the first ones that I have is sarde, which, uh, and one of the recipes that are my favorite is sarde bacafigo. 
Sardepakafigo. Sardepakafigo. Bakafigo. And, what, like and, what, a, and what is that? It's a, it's a, a made with the, the sarde, which is sardines, uh, in, the, in the form of a, uh, an omelet made with eggs, fried. So, and this is unique because of the sardines there around Sicily and Sardinia, yes? Right, because they're not really sardines over there. They're a sarde, which is a larger, sarde. Gotcha. A larger species of the sardines, only in the Mediterranean. Which you can't get it here in in, in the states, right? That's right. And, so, and so you so said it was salty. It's salty like anchovies. Yes. Yes, and uh, also the same thing they make a sarde salate, which is uh, packed in salt, which is the wow, only place wow. you could get that that I know in, in the New York area is in the, in the Bronx in the little Italy. Yeah, yeah. So now, didn't you say when we were talking before that this, the anchovies is part of that skin, right? Yeah, they they skin it's sardines, but skinned. Gotcha. That's what anchovy is. All right. So what, what's another dish for us? Another dish is uh, uh, frutta martorana. Frutta martorana. And what is that? That's a pastry that is made with almond paste and sugar, and it's in the form of uh, fruits like pears, mandarines, oranges. Oh, so oh, that's why they call it frutta. That's why they call it frutta. And they paint it. Just to look exactly like fruit. Oh, wow. That's very cool. That's very you cool. You look at it and you think you're looking at a basket of fruit, but it's not. It's fruta martorana. I think I recall when I was a kid seeing that in a Sicilian bakery somewhere many, many years ago. Right. You, know? you only see that in Sicily. You don't see anywhere else. Wow. Wow. I don't All right. Know you got another one for us? Yes. Um, another one is a pasta with, um, in Sicilian, it's called pasta chisir chiniuri. Do it again real slow. Pasta <laughs> kisirciniuri. Mamma mia. That, I can't even say that. It's like, you know, holy smoke. That's Sicilian for you. All right, so it's what is that one? A, it's a pasta with uh, black calamari. Ah, uh, With the ink of the calamari. Wow, that sounds fantastic. And, and oh, the, uh, sauce is, the sauce is black, and the oh, pasta man. becomes black. I got a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine, she's from Sicily, she right. made but, but here you cannot. We try. I try so many times to try to do it here. What happens? The the ink breaks down into like pebbles. Wow! Yeah. I've actually come out like seen ink. some of the black pasta. Is that how they make that black pasta? Like yes, you, you could it? buy the you could buy the black yeah, pasta. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking to making the sauce black. The sauce oh, is black. Wow. It's like a tomato sauce, but it's black. It's really but black. Good. Once you put the ink from the the sack of the calamari in there, mm-hmm. the sauce becomes black. That sounds it's fantastic. really good. That, well, we got to go to Sicily with you and try some of these deli- you know, the, these these delicious entrees. I mean, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, Joe Cantali, Chef Pino. Always a pleasure having you on the show. All right, Joe, before we let you go, we got to get some Sicilian phrases for you today because I know, you know when you talk about things that are a little different out of it, I mean, with that name of that last dish, I don't even think I could – Say it's going slow. I mean, Sicilian is a, it's a very unique language all in its own right. So what do you got for us today? I got three for you, um, three proverbs, Sicilian proverbs. Okay. The first one is, Tanto atterrar a gorda fino que se rompe. One more time. I know. Tanto atterrar a gorda fino que se rompe. All right. Now, I'm going to let Marcia, and she's, you know, from Italy, see if she can translate this. Go ahead, Marcia. Italian English. Uh, in English, in English, of course. I wouldn't know if you understood it's it. like how much you can pull the cord and uh, what is the last word? You got it. 
until it breaks. Ah, until it breaks, yeah. How much you can pull the core until it breaks. So it otherwise you be, give it so you give it so, so much pull until it, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Give so until I, it I, gives. I got you. I got you. So I guess that could be, you can translate that in a few situations in real life, can't you? Yes. <laughs> okay. I got an, I got another one for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, say it one more time. How much do you go for it? It sounds like a bad word, but I'm sure it's not a bad word. <laughs> no. But just remember, uh, we're on FCC some, radio here. <laughs> when you do something bad to somebody, somebody should say you should become uh, mute. Oh, <laughs> that's no. You, you should become mute. Agar right. means like you, you should become mute. Nothing close to Italian. Nothing. <laughs> no. Nothing well, close. That's why I, I, that's I, why I come up with these uh, these expressions, because <laughs> they're, they're so unique. Thank you. All right, give us one more. Ugirino vicino a paglia non può stare. One more time. Ugirino vicino a paglia non può stare. All right, Marcia, go for it. The little kid next to the hill cannot stay. No, no. Picciolillo. No. Ugirino is a match. Oh, Cirino. I was thinking Picciolillo. Vicino a paglia non può stare. Yeah, yeah. The, the match near the hay cannot stay. Match because it will be flammable. Stay. You gotcha. <laughs> Another proverb that I'm sure we can translate into ma- ma- many usages in different situations. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to come up with this unique, that is so out of the, out of the beaten path stuff. That's well, fantastic. Well, Joe, we love you. We love having you on the show, and we love your Sicilian proverbs. So uh, it's always a blast. And, folks, this part of our show Our Italian phrases, or in this case, Sicilian phrases of the day, is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tutabella Pizzeria out of the Northwest. For real Neapolitan pizza, you got to check out Tutabella. All right, Marcia, so, you know, in our desire to feature contemporary Italian artists out there who are making some great music, we're going to bring back one of our very favorites, a guy who's living in New York City, but he's from Calabria, Michael Castaldo, what a great musician. He performs around the country with his band uh, and just does a great job. And one of the things he does is he takes a lot of our uh, American or British rock and roll songs and he, he Italianizes them, okay? Something that uh, I do, something that Nina Lane uh, also does. So in this case, since now we're celebrating this year, the 50th anniversary of Hotel California by the Eagles – not to be outdone, Michael Castaldo has redone Hotel California in his native Calabrian language, so the you know, Italian dialect. Nice. Uh, and he is releasing this. I guess it's the 45th anniversary of the, of the song, not the 50th. 45th anniversary. Um, and so he just released this. You can dance to the song. What a great mix of, of this great tune by a great a contemporary Italian artist. Here you go, folks. Hotel California, sung in Calabrian by Michael Castaldo. Oh, hey. This is the 
This is Tony Lestella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza. It's fantastic. Joe Fuggere, their owner, is here to tell us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony. Absolutely. From our kitchen to yours. Take and bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu, and just this week we've added two great new jarred sauces. Rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. Hello, folks, and we're back with more Italian radio here with KMET Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, West Coast Italian Radio. And we're talking today about Italians and technology. I think Italians must have a love-hate relationship with technology, probably like a lot of us do around the world. Uh, Marcia Caputo is my co-host. I'm Tony Lestella, and we have a great guest here, a guy who has really done some incredible things when it comes to Italian, Italian America, you know, spirit when it comes to technology and using technology to keep our culture alive. Welcome to the show, Mike B. Conti. Hi, guys. Uh, so great to be here. It's an honor to be on your show. Well, thank you so much, Mike, and it's an honor for us to have you on the show. And um, let's start out by tell us a little bit about you know your family, your Italian family history. W- what part of Italy is your family from? Okay, my uh, my father's uh, family 
Uh, they were all from a small town in Sicily called Francavilla, which is located near Messina. Okay. And my mother's uh, family were from uh, two towns, one town uh, called Bauchina, and the other one is uh, Mezzogiuzzo, which is uh, near Palermo. So, so they're, you, all, they were all, they're all Sicilian, right? Yes. 100% Sicilian. So, so, so as, as my Sicilian grandfather would say, we're the true Italians. <laughs> hey, yes. Don't hurt my feeling because I'm from the north. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so how did your family wind up coming here to this country? Well, uh, you know, they, um, they came over, uh, through Ellis Island. Uh, you know, uh, my grandfather, um, my father's father, his his father, so my great grandfather, fought in uh, World War One wow. for the Italian Army. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately he died. And when my grandfather he died when my grandfather was only five years old. Jeez. So he and his mother, a single mom, made that journey over here when he was just seven years old. And, wow! Uh, yeah, that and back in those mother, days, that was a heck of a journey. Oh, it was a big adventure. Yeah, it really yeah. was. You know, and uh and, and the other the other relatives, they they all came, you know, same way through uh, Ellis Island. So know, then you grew up in an like, Italian American family where in, in, in New York, right? Yes. Yep. What part Born of New York? In Long Island. Long, Long Island. Island. I love Long yep. Island. So what was it like growing up as an Italian American in Long Island? Well, you know, the funny thing is, you know, both families were were so much alike. You know, like when yeah. I would visit my father's grandparents, my father's parents, uh, you know, they had the plastic cover on the couch. Yeah, I know? remember and, that. And it, was the, and, and it was the same thing with my mother's family. And, uh, you know, you had the, the bowl of the uh, plastic fruit on the table, you know, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so many similarities. And, uh, you know, it was just great, the food. You know, I, I grew up uh, always having Sunday dinners, you know, uh, about two, three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. It's just, it's just uh, always waking up to the smell of sauce cooking. You know, it's just uh, That's great, fantastic. You know? yeah, I, I, I think we all of us being Italians share those type of memories, whether you grew up in Italy or in an Italian-American family. I think the food and those family gatherings when we remember Sunday dinners were always something special. So then you, uh, your career, you started, you were in finance, right? Yes. I, uh, I, I worked in the, uh, yeah, the financial services industry, wealth management, uh, you know, right out of, when I was in college, I worked for, uh, you know, a couple of pizzerias, you know, so I always stayed within Italian food you know, industry. I loved it. And then uh, my father was a Wall Street guy. So, uh, you know, once I graduated college, I kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps. Gotcha, so I gotcha. Went that, I went in that direction. But I always so had you, a soft spot. For the it sounds like you had a very successful career in, in the financial industry, but then you lost your sight, correct? Yeah. So uh, what happened was, uh, you know, right out of high school, I, uh, I noticed I wasn't really seeing well at night. So, uh, you know, I just went to the eye doctor for, you know, like a regular checkup. I thought I might have needed glasses for driving at night. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, they, they kind of looked a little deeper and they saw there was something, a little something off 
So they sent me to a specialist and it turned out I was diagnosed with a uh, rare eye disease called retinitis pigmentosa, which is uh, it's, it's, a, it's a disease that your vision uh, diminishes over time. So, you know, 30 years later, now I am, uh, you know, basically blind. You know, I, wow. I can see a little wow. bit. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit similar. I, I don't know if it's the same disease, but I know that Andre Bocelli, uh, he, he was born where he could see, but also at a, at a much younger age. I forget how old he was, but he was like maybe, uh, eight or nine years old. He, he had a disease and he lost his vision there shortly thereafter, you know, so, uh, but despite that now, so that, that obviously made you retire from the financial industry. But despite yeah. that, you know, in, 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 in the true uh, Italian spirit, you know, when you, you were faced with a challenge, you kept going and you started doing stuff online. Now, were you involved with technology and stuff prior to that, or was this kind of a new thing you got into at that point? Well, you know what? I always worked with, com- I always worked on a computer, you know, yeah, for work, yeah. but eventually, eventually I just couldn't use the computer anymore. So I was kind of limited to like using uh, a phone, a smartphone. Now with technology, uh, it enables me to, you know, live kind of normally on social media because of the, the I, I could magnify things. I can invert colors on, wow, on wow. the phone. Yeah, so yeah. it allows me to, you know, to, to socialize. It, 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 it almost is, is we're, we're going the way of, but, you know, you see Star Trek, the next generation, and you had Jordy who was blind, but they got the visor on him with all the technology. I mean, we're moving that direction almost so that if a person is blind, they can also, they, they, they're getting more and more so they can help him at least to have or him or her to have a certain amount of uh, vision or, like you say, to live at least some uh, aspects of a normal life. And you certainly seem like you excelled in that because you, my friend, are one of the people that I admire tremendously for what the way that you have used technology to promote and keep Italian culture alive online. I mean, your social media sites, I think when you said you have, what, 28 social media sites? Yeah, I got 28 uh, groups. Uh, wow. We are Italians. And they're all, and, yeah, uh, and, and you're, so you're basically, your brand, if you go on Facebook for our listeners here, your brand is We Are Italians. And you have tons of these pages there. They range from everything from food pages to, um, you know, you have New York Italians, you have entertainment pages. That's quite amazing. How did you get that started? Well, um, you know, I, I started with uh, a page called Paisan Nation, which is still out there. And then I Paisan decided, Nation, you know, I, yeah. Right. And then I decided, you know what, I want to uh, create a group. All right. So I uh, started with We Are Italians. And, and, the, and really my goal was to build a global network of Italians from all over the globe. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, because you got to understand our ancestors, they all came over here. Uh, went to, uh, it was a new experience for them. They all settled in Italian communities. They'd help each other out. But now we're going into a digital age and sure. I wanted to connect. I want to connect all Italians together, uh, in this new frontier. So, you know, basically uh, we, we could stick together, help each other out. You know, I, I, I created those regional groups hoping that 
you know, Italians with businesses, they could come in and, uh, you know, advertise in the, uh, in the groups, you know, it's just, it's basically it's, it's a network. It's a global I think it's especially of- effective with getting young Italians uh, and, and Italian Americans involved with their culture. I know the biggest challenge when we speak with Italian festivals around the country here in America is getting the young Italian Americans engaged because what, what, what are they all doing? They're all on their cell phones. They're all online on social media. So what a great way to engage the younger generation. Exactly. I just want to keep it going. I want to keep our heritage alive. I want to make our ancestors proud, you know, and uh, I just want to just keep that heritage and that love uh, for being Italian. How would you attribute, uh, what what did you do? I mean, I'm very impressed with the large number of followers that you have been able to get. First of all, how long have have these pages been been in existence? About five five years. uh, The main group was yeah. about five, well, years, five years. I I don't have the exact number, but I know it must be from what I have seen upwards of around a million people, give or take. Um, and how were you able to get such a large amount of people to follow you? I think a lot of people would be curious of that. Well, um, you know, it, it's just uh, the name helps, uh, you know, good moderating. You know, uh, I had the uh, actual pages and then I, I shared the uh, the groups on the pages, and it's just a lot of patience, really. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. like I said, you, you have to have good moderators. You know, I got great moderators helping me out. And uh, what, you know, are, what, to, what do the moderators do? Do they, like, promote them online, or what do they do exactly? Well, they basically moderate the group to make sure people are following the rules, um, you know, stuff like that, the daily yeah, yeah. activity inside the group. Yeah, uh, because you know you have to have rules. You know, like like for instance, you know we don't. I don't allow any politics in yeah. the group, so we, we want to keep that out of it. So what I did was I set up a separate group called "We Are Italians," the forum, like the Roman forum, where you want to talk about politics, just go in there and and, yeah, and yeah. go nuts. You know, that, that's a very very clever and creative way to do it. So that way, if you do have people who want to, you have you provide a place for them to go and then a place for somebody else to go who maybe doesn't want that subject but likes maybe another subject of food or culture or something or travel you know so um what's next mike i mean you know you this is some really you know we have about a minute left tell us what what what, what's next on your horizon well uh you know eventually i just want to you know keep keep it going I, i i do want to start reaching out to uh you know, Italian business owners, you know, like restaurants and uh, pizzerias all over and uh, try to start to get them to come into the group in the different uh, regional groups and uh, so they can promote their uh, businesses. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, if, if even if they uh, could give a discount to a uh, We Are Italians member, you know, this way sure, it helps sure. out. You know, so that'll be the next direction. That's fantastic. Well, folks, we've been talking to Mike B. Conti, and Mike is a true example of Italian spirit. Somebody, when he was faced with a life's challenge in the middle of his career and finances of going blind, he uh, it didn't give up. He kept going despite his challenge, and he has created just a fantastic online social media network of 28 different pages to promote and keep 
Italian culture alive. And Mike, we're going to have you back on the show. We're going to keep a track of how you're doing everything. And we really appreciate your taking the time to talk with us today. Oh, great. Thank you so much for having me. I'd love to be on again. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to the Italian radio show here with KMET Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Authentic pizza from Napoli right here in the Northwest? With multiple occasions at Puget Sound, Puna Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take-and-bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu. I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order. Tutta bella, the real deal for authentic Neapolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to their website today to learn more at tutabella.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. All right, Marcia. So now uh, we're getting to our events. We have some great events coming up over the next 60 days we want to tell people about. Before we do, let's tell people how they can submit events to our show, okay? So, folks, all you got to do is you go to WCIR.biz. That's our website. Uh, just remember our name, West Coast Italian Radio, and the acronym WCIR. And when you get to WCIR.biz, find a way there. Um, there's one of the links where you can send us a message. And 
Tell us about your event, okay? Our, our rule of thumb is if, uh, is we will put all of the events, uh, even the meeting of your local Italian clubs on our website. So people can always go to the website wherever you are around the country and you can check if you have something coming up uh, for an Italian event right there in your area. Uh, on the show here, because we have limited time, of course, we tend to pick out the larger events. Uh, big events happening in different places around the country. So basically, that's the way you go about it. And uh, we love all these Italian events because, you know, they help to keep our culture together, uh, our culture out there, promoted in front of the community, and they just keep keep it alive around the country, right? Yep, I would say connected. That's all. Stay connected. There you go. All right, so let's get right into this, okay? Coming up here, May 5th and 7th. Rigoletto, the great opera by Verdi at the Torben, or the Tobin, the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts in San Antonio, Texas. All right. As soon as you're done with that, you want to go up to Seattle, Washington. Actually, you want to go up to Tacoma, Washington, because West Coast Italian Radio is going to be there on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 8th. We're going to do a Frank Sinatra tribute show for Mother's Day, a perfect event to bring your mother, your wife, your sweetheart to. Uh, there's going to be two shows that day, a three o'clock and a six o'clock. They're selling out quickly. So make sure you go online and buy your tickets at SinatraShows.com. And yours truly, Tony Lestella with the ABC Italian Radio Show Band from KMET Palm Springs will be there performing a tribute to Frank Sinatra while you eat some great Italian food because it's held at Giuseppe's Italian Restaurant, a beautiful, large nightclub and Italian restaurant, kind of like the old Copacabana, only up in Tacoma. Continuing up in the Seattle area, from now through the end of June, actually through June 23rd, from now through June 23rd, is Fellini Springtime. Let's talk about Fellini Springtime, okay? In celebration of the master Italian writer-director Federico Fellini, Festa Italiana Seattle is proud to present Fellini Springtime, the Federico Fellini Centennial Film Series. They'll be screening 10 Fellini films on nine nights at the auditorium in the Seattle Art Museum, and the films will be shown in Italian or English. Well, I get no, I'm sorry, they'll be shown in Italian with English subtitles. There you go. And, and actually, you know, uh, we've seen a lot of these. Uh, we, we cover this, Marcy, you and I each yes. year. I know you speak Italian fluently. I speak it enough to get arrested. Um, but, you know, I got to tell you, watching the films – uh, with the subtitles in the, uh, you know, the, the, done in a time with the English subtitles is great. Um, I thought I, I wouldn't like it as much, but I really enjoy it. Uh, cause you can really see, you know, see, get, get the dialogue. Sometimes even films done in your native language, you know, people don't speak clearly, whatever. And you're always trying to figure out what did he say? What did he say? Uh, and also it's a great way because it helps you to learn, you know, helps me anyway to learn more right. Italian, you know? It's true. It's true. You probably do the same thing when you're watching an English film. It helps you to learn more English, you know? Just read my mind. When I watch my American movie, that's what I do sometimes put down the subtitles. So it helps. Yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on. June 3rd and 5th. Mm -hmm. Sutter Creek, California is the Sutter Creek Italian Picnic and Parade produced annually for over 100 years by the Italian Benevolent Society, the oldest independent Italian club in the United States. 
at the Italian Picnic Grounds in Sutter Hill. They got everything you want there for an Italian festival, folks. You got rides for the kids. You got bocce. You got wine tasting, games, vendors, food, live dancing, you know, music. Uh, and of course, great food, great Italian food. Okay. So there you go. Make sure if you're down in the area, check that out. June 16th, still in California, Andrea Bocelli performs in San Jose, California at the SAP Center. If you haven't seen Andre Bocelli in concert, let me tell you, we saw him when he came uh, to Seattle last right. November, and it was absolutely amazing. The guy truly is one of the greatest Italian singers of all time. Great show, yes. Now, talking about favorite. annual events that happen up in Seattle, June 16th, Mariners Italian Heritage Night 2022. This happens at the Mariners uh, ballpark up there with the Mariners baseball team. They have an annual Italian night that they do every June. And they always have a great item that they give away. Sometimes it's a hat. Sometimes it's a scarf. But it's always some type of a great Italian item. Uh, the tickets are only $34. You get to sit with all your Italian friends up there at the park. And, you know, uh, what's nice about it is a a portion of the proceeds go to support Festa Italiana, plus it's a way of really keeping baseball and Italian culture kind of alive. Because, you know, there's so many great Italian baseball players over the years, um, you know, so it's just the two things go hand in hand. So make sure you check that out if you're up in Seattle on June 16th. A couple more here, June 21st and 22nd, San Diego's Taste of Little Italy. Wow, this sounds incredible. You make your way through 48 square blocks, sampling some of the best Italian food and drinks that San Diego's Little Little Leaf has to offer. Upon arrival, guests receive a taste passport, and then you make your way to each restaurant to get your taste. And each one is just as delicious as the last. I got to tell you, I, I would go to San Diego for this thing, Marcia. This sounds really fantastic. All right, so then here are two brand-new festivals. i got to give it credit. We had this guy on our program here a couple of weeks back. You remember Nino Lane Cotroneo? Remember him, Marcia? You, you, can't, you can't just shake your head. You, this is radio, remember, okay? Oh, come on. Give okay, me. Nino Lane Cotroneo, great guy, great musician, oh, a great man. Italian entrepreneur. Um, he has, has two brand new festival he's doing in Southern California. And both of these are going to be sponsored in part by West Coast Italian Radio right here on the KMET Palm Springs associated with ABC News and Talk Radio. The first is on June 24th, 25th, 26th, the first annual Great Pittsburgh California Festival. Italiana, okay, so and when he said Pittsburgh, first of all, I thought Pennsylvania, but no, it's Pittsburgh, California, near San Francisco, and he, this guy has everything that a great Italian festival should have, food, wine, vendors, activities, but let me tell you what he has the most of, a once-in-a-lifetime Italian entertainment lineup, you're not going to believe this lineup he has, first of all, his major guy is Mike Marino, Mike Marino is one of the greatest Comics of our time. You've seen him on national TV, including The Tonight Show. It's a funny, funny Italian-American guy, okay? Some of the singers and, and, and musicians. Pasquale Esposito from Naples. Great, great Italian singer. Louis Prima Jr., you know, the son of the great Louis Prima. Let me tell you, Louis Prima Jr. is a great entertainer and singer in his own right. 
Aaron Caruso, my good buddy, you know, this guy has such an amazing tenor voice. Uh, it, you, you, you want to see this guy. The granddaddy of them all, Ray Massa and the Eurorhythms are going to be there. And, and I mean that very respectfully for Ray when I say he's the granddaddy of all. I mean, he's, this guy is probably the greatest Italian American bad playing out today on the circuit around the country. Uh, we all love Ray and he's been an inspiration to many of us, many of us. And of course, Anthony Lino Lane, you know, he has his own band and a great band. Uh, they're going to be playing there. You got to hear these guys because they are absolutely outstanding. Okay. Then the very, Following weekend, which is going to be June 2nd, again, Nino is producing the first annual Salinas California Festa Italia, okay? Again, we're going to be one of his sponsors down there with the Italian radio show. Uh, Nino's producing this with a Santa Lucia Rotary. So, you know, without, you know, those people producing, it's going to be a great, great festival with all the trimmings. And again, you get the, a great lineup of, of entertainment. Louis Prima Jr., Aaron Caruso, Mike Maroda Band, Corey Pesaturo, and, uh, of course, Anthony Lane with his band there, Nino Lane. All right, folks, so that's pretty much our show, but I want to remind you, we have this great after-hours show. Make sure you go to our website at West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Click on Italian Radio After Hours because we do a great show there every week. It's for 18 you got to be age 18 and over, frankly, uh, because we get into our subject matter in, let's just say, a graphic way, uh, as Italians typically do. We express ourselves very vividly on whatever the subject matter is of the week. So if you like what you're hearing here, you're going to love what you hear there because we really get into it, okay? So make sure you check that out. Also, check out we have the first international Italian business directory that we're launching there on the website. So if you have an Italian business, go up, you get to sign up for free, and you're going to get promoted all over the world. We want this to be in five years. If someone's looking for Italian business, no matter where you are are in the world, you come to the website there, and you're going to find it close by it. So there you go, Marcia. That's our show for this week. Uh, Thanks so much, folks, for tuning in. We're going to be back next week with a brand-new show. My name is Tony Lestella, your host, with the lovely Marcia Caputo. Ciao a tutti. A salute. While rain is falling, I cry.